Hi, this is Kara Kading, and as part of the Milliger family, I'd love to introduce you to our new podcast. Everything we do here at Milliger's is done to enhance the lifestyle of our customers. Our products and services add beauty and enjoyment and just make life a little more rewarding. We are first and foremost growers, and one of the things we do best is to open a world of beauty to people through plants. And plants enrich our lives in so many ways, from cleaning our air to making everyone feel better. And everything else that we do or sell gradually evolved from our wanting people to feel better and enjoy life. All right, so here I am with my mom, and it's right before Thanksgiving, but this is a really important topic and something that I know that you are so passionate and so knowledgeable about. I mean, you educate our staff every single year, and of course, I've learned so much from you, but it's all about trees, and we're talking really almost real trees is what they're called now, but maybe you can tell us a little bit about how Milligers began even having Christmas trees here. Well, sure. We've always been dedicated to offering as much Christmas as we could. And in the beginning, we just had a gravel parking lot and the fresh trees were out there. Then in our greenhouse, my dad brought in two artificial trees. That was the goal for the year to sell two trees? Pretty much. (laughs) And so, you know, I don't know if there was backstock of that or not, but there were two styles and they were roughly six and a half feet, maybe, maybe seven. I don't know. And my dad was always so innovative. He was always looking to do the newest thing and to participate, to guess what might be on the horizon. So he got these couple trees and he said, I don't think much of them. I don't, I don't really know that this is ever going to go anywhere. He said, and that was really the first that we offered and they were kind of scraggly and they, so were they they just, stood up I mean were they decorated at all or they were just on display like Uh, well that whole greenhouse was full of flock trees because in those days we did all our own flocking we wired up the trees first we had a flocking booth and the tree was rotating on a stand and flocking Um, of fresh trees right right. yeah and so all of those trees even the white ones and then we did colors we did all the different colors uh, blue and pink and red and black that was all in there there were you know dozens of them and we kept filling them in as people bought them but then we had these two little artificial trees there and we didn't decorate those no but then you know in subsequent years we added the aluminum trees and most of them were on a wooden pole and they had each branch stuck into the center pole individually and it was kind of a difficult tree to decorate and there were no lights just a rotating like a, wasn't color there like wheel. a color wheel mm-hmm. right that right. shine on that aluminum tree yeah, I can't even imagine decorating I mean I've seen obviously aluminum trees on display but very rare. It was pretty hard to decorate. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, here's my tree. <laughs> so aluminum trees. And then they're like, you know what? I think this artificial thing could be a way to go. Well, we could see that there was more and more interest. And I think that the convenience and the ability to set the tree up earlier in the season mm-hmm. or leave it up longer kinds of shortens our winter up here. And so they became more and more realistic. And certainly a lot of that was just kind of the beginning of what you might call the box stores. They were just dabbling in it. And of course, they were always looking for the very cheapest thing they could find. Right. And so it kind of gave the 
quote, artificial trees a bad name because they weren't made real well and they didn't look very real. And so we generally take the high road and right. look for the very best that we can offer. And even now, when when people are trying to find a tree for less and less and less money, we keep designing trees that we are always adding new features to, just so that they're more realistic, more trouble-free, better lights, better... The strength is one yeah. big factor, mm-hmm. for sure. How did we... So when you say we, you know, we took the high road and we had these better quality trees, how did you even begin to find them or develop them? Because a lot of our trees, really, for the past, I don't know how many years you have really been instrumental in designing these exclusive, they're they're these trees that are exclusive to Milligers. Right. Well, that's because we do a lot of decorating here. And once you start decorating a tree, you realize that the tree cannot be a butterball. It cannot be so compact. So full. Too full. Yeah, the branch is too full that you can't get anything in there. There's nothing worse than when the ornaments kind of lay on their side and they don't swing freely and they don't catch the light. Yeah. So those kinds of things were features that we were looking for. So we sought those things out and we talked to the makers. We had relationships with people in China from the beginning and told them what kind of a product we were looking for. The Williamsburg is, of course, our signature tree. And that is still probably my favorite simply because, first of all, it has a very realistic branch. It is made out of one material from the pole to the tip, and it's made in a mold so that there is absolutely no crushing ever. So the tree will not look different five years or 10 years. And the odd thing is the other day a woman came by and she said, you know, my tree, I finally gave it up. My Milliger's tree was 32 years old. I said, well, I think you're probably a record holder. Yes. I mean, you know, a lot of people are in the 20s, 15 to 20. Right, we've had ours for 20 years now. Yeah. And that is very, very typical. So it is certainly a good investment. And I always tell people to choose really carefully. You have to love the needle. It has to be just right for you. Right, because how many styles of trees do we have on the floor right now? Well, there's over 90 on the floor in various sizes. Anything from four feet to our tallest tree that we offer is 15 feet. Why don't we call them artificial? How did we develop this almost real? Well, I don't even like the word artificial. No, <laughs> So fake. Well, it is. And I don't think anybody wants to think that that's what they've got. So we're looking to be as real as possible. And this is as close as it gets, I think. And that is what we're always striving for is to get the presentation to be so that when your friends come to your house, then they assume that they're looking at a real tree. So many customers love to tell that story like, oh, everybody that comes in here thinks it's a real tree. And it's interesting to see everybody's different perception of what they consider to look almost real. And that's why we have so many different styles, because we always recommend people really, or maybe you can highlight what the key features are when people are looking for their tree, but really it all begins with the needle. Well, of course, right now, the most popular fresh tree that we have is the Fraser fir, and people are in love with that kind of needle. So it's a rich green and short needle. And when you have a short needle, that allows you to decorate more freely, to get more ornaments on the tree. And in the past, there's always been less crushing with a shorter needle. Mm -hmm. So that is one of the features. And and a cheaper tree sometimes will have long needles and they fill a lot of space, but 
They also impede your decorating. And in the long run, over the long lifespan of a tree, then they don't retain the same Right, look. that cheaper vinyl is just prone to crushing. Mm-hmm. So then you, it looks good maybe the first year, but then the second year, third year, I mean, it's just, it's all, the, all those needles are going different directions and nothing looks real about that at all. No, not so much. Not so much. So new customer coming in. I mean, this is the time. We've had people, of course, buying trees for months now. We've had them on the floor and been decorated. People have been loving it. But, you know, Thanksgiving, this is kind of a peak time Mm -hmm. for people to come in and pick out their tree. What do you recommend are the key features to look for when they're picking out their tree? Well, I think that you have to like the needle. If the size is perfect for you, but you don't like the needle, it's a lost cause. And it's not something you're ever going to cherish. So I usually walk the area with a customer and say, well, do you like this? Or does this appeal to you? Or Because most of those families we have in multiple sizes. So we can get you into the proper size for your space. So you find the needle and then in that family you're saying there's right. different, there's slims, there's different heights. Right. And the application, you know, depending on where it's going or if it's your primary tree or a secondary tree or third or fourth selection. You mean people don't just have one tree? Not so much. (laughs) We are really just getting going, decorating at home, and we're on our seventh tree right now. That's just incredible. You know why that happens? It's that when you used to think about bringing in a fresh tree, and there certainly is a place for a fresh tree. I don't mean to say that a person should abandon that. But once you have an almost real tree and the lights are all attached. The fluffing yeah, the of the tree, yeah, the, phenomenal. yeah, the the fluffing of the tree takes about fifteen minutes after you bring it up and put it in the stand. So then it only takes maybe an hour to decorate. It's just amazing how quickly the time goes and how many ornaments you can get on in a short period of time. So that is a blessing that people enjoy it and they love it so much and they realize what a grand addition it is to any room that a tree is in. I always think, you know, so many people say, well, I give my child an ornament every year. Well, why don't we just get them their own tree and they can put that whole collection on their tree from the beginning. So a little four footer in their room it's totally theirs it is just you know it's almost like a little nightlight it's something that they can leave I remember that as a kid you guys let me have my own tree and it was great it's actually bigger it was like a seven and a half but Mm -hmm. it was a slim so it fit right in between my two closet doors I loved that and I took such pride in you know having again my own collection and putting it on the tree and Right. Then people go from there and then they say, well, gee, it would really be fun to have something in the kitchen. And I've collected roosters and hand chickens and hens and all that forever. And I have a tree to have just that on it. So every year I add in my husband, Dan has in the kitchen also has his collection of ice cream. All his um, ice cream ornaments yeah, are so there's, fun. There's, you know, sundaes and malts and ice cream cones and just anything to do with a dessert-based ice cream thing. So that is fun to, you know, I get him one every year for St. Nicholas night and it's just a fun collection. Whereas if it's just mixed up all over on a tree, it really doesn't have much presence. I always recommend that people do a food tree because Everybody loves food. Everybody oh, yeah. can relate. And they the ornaments that are offered is just every food item you could possibly think of from Frosted Flakes to sushi. We've got it. Right. And now there's a whole liquor category of every kind of bourbon to tequila to craft beers to whatever. As it's really well fun. as Yeah. As well as all of the desserts and like you say the cereal pancakes. <laughs> I don't know. We've got bacon. Even burritos. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
All that good stuff. And then you just decorated right at your entryway there, your two trees with the pine cones on them. Do you want to talk about the pistol pine at all? Well, that's a new tree for us that has a small amount of flocking on it, but it has a super short needle. The needle's only about a half an inch long, and it has these little tiny three millimeter LED lights. And I think that that is a perfect way to showcase. Well, in the store here, we have it with shiny bright ornaments on it. And everybody yeah, it looks loves that tree. I mean, yeah. it's just amazing. It holds. And the, the incredible thing is that every single ornament shows up. And you so know, it was pretty easy to decorate. I mean, you, you did a YouTube video on how to shape it and decorating it and that sort of thing. But Right. When I first saw it, Dan had it set up and I thought... Well, when the customer gets this, if they don't shape it, they're going to be disappointed. And it took me roughly 20 minutes or so, maybe a half hour, because it's two nine-footers. Mm-hmm. But I was just elated by the time I was done, you know, even though it took that time. And I recommend that only one person do it, because you only everybody shapes differently. True. And you don't want to have it you know, with a little more bend in the branches on the one side than the other and so on. And you don't want to go over someone else's work. Especially Um, if you're a married couple. (laughs) There's that. So it's often thought that the pine cone was the first ornament of the glass blowers. And so because of that, I started this pine cone collection. But it could be any, it could be wildlife collection. It could be all birds. It could be, like I said, the kitchen ornaments. It could be a collection of sports. Yeah, no matter what the collection is, like you said, uh, the ornaments show up so well on that tree. Mm -hmm. It's just beautiful. So when people are coming in and you're helping to guide them and selecting their tree, we talked about the needle. We talked about their spacing, their size, and they do have to move some furniture maybe, right? Well, I would think so. I mean, it is hard to imagine a home where you can add a Christmas tree with a, you know, at least a diameter of 50 inches and having just a bare spot in your living room. Waiting for the tree. Or whatever. So yeah, I think you just might have to move a chair to the back bedroom or something like that. I mean, what's more grand than the, it's kind of like a mega statement in your Christmas decorating. Yeah, exactly. And then what about the lights? I see a lot of married couples come in, one wants multi, one wants clear. What do you tell them? Well, We'll go back to when we were first starting out in business and we had a tree and we just finished supper. So my mom is at the sink doing the dishes and my dad decides that he will put the lights on the tree. So he basically literally throws the lights up and down on the tree and my mom is over there crying because... That doesn't sound like him, for one. No, but. it doesn't. But I think he was just so tired. He'd been yeah, working I'm so sure. much. And so he think he said that thought that was good enough. And I don't know if he thought the Christmas fairy was coming in the night or what to fix it. Somebody's going to fix my life. So I thought there has to be a better way. We have to figure this out. And, of course, what we've come up with is our own exclusive light. So, one, it's a light that works. I mean, everybody has a light, but many of these internet companies have a decent tree, but a horrible light set. And so customers have trouble with their lights right from the get-go, or they're using a light that is not designed to last very long. And whether it's an LED, not all LEDs are created equal, certainly. For the incandescent, we have a special filament, a special bulb coming from Japan. As far as I know, we're the only ones that have that. We have the brighter light than anybody else has. Yeah, they look phenomenal. we've looked at all of these components of what it takes to have a great light set. But the most important thing, I guess, is that the lights stay on the tree 
and that they work year after year. Like our Williamsburg at home is 15 years old. We've never changed a set of lights. It's always, always working. It's just a joy. And nobody wants to have that situation where the lights aren't working and it becomes a throwaway. And right. so many of these cheaper trees, that's what it is. You see them out on the curb. It's an artificial tree and it's just... They're really done. not any good. I mean, they last maybe a year, but I just hear so many nightmare stories, especially with the lights. There's nothing they can do. Nobody can help you. Right. And the, our new Starlight Forever, we figure with 50 days of lighting, so that's probably 10 in November, 30 in December, another 10 in January, 10 hours a day, and hardly anyone has their tree on 10 hours a day. That light set is designed to last 100 years. Hmm. There isn't a better light set on the market. We are the only ones with 9-inch spacing, which affords the ability to... Yeah, the way we wrap our lights, allowing that light to get to the end of that branch or yeah, end of that needle. The tip. It makes the tree look broader and you know, and it's perfectly done. We have a map for every tree that we light. And I always tell people, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. Everybody pays to have something done. So if you pay to have your tree lit, it's right. Well and it's not it. like they're lighting it every single year. It's like a one and done. So you can amortize that over a, you know, 100 years or 20 years, let's just say it's nothing at all. Because our team is amazing at how they light the trees. I definitely want to have that lit by an expert. And it takes time. Teresa was telling me a seven and a half foot tree that will can take, take the day. Yeah, it can take eight hours. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. So well, I can think of a lot better ways to spend my eight hours for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not lighting trees anymore. No. I did in high school. Tina and I would race here after school and we'd be lighting trees. And at that time we were open till I think nine o'clock at night or something. And so we'd be lighting in the seminar room every single night trying to help catch up on trees. We do continue to light. We light January through March. We light. So some people that have a tree that they absolutely love that they don't want to part with, we recommend that they take off the lights themselves because we would we charge. charge for that. Yeah. yeah. Then we could relight it with a light that's going that's to last. last. Or, you know, if your tree is 32 years old, you're probably thinking, yeah, yeah the, lights, the lights have served you well. And with our 90 trees on display, obviously that's including some of the amazing new novelty ones. I just love that area that we lead off with in the beginning of the tree section there. Do you want to talk about some of your favorites? Well, there's, there's two things really in that area. The first is our selection of porch pots because every artificial tree, which we call almost real, is designed to go outdoors. And so there's no reason that it can't go. And they're just beautiful outside. I mean, right. They can go right into a like a ceramic pots on your porch or whatever. And you, you do a little adjusting to make sure they aren't blowing away. But... We, we do that at our house, and... I saw uh, them up today. Yeah, and when it snows on them, they're just amazing. They're just... But they've been there for several years now and, right. and still doing well. So the porch pot phenomenon is really something that has taken the country by storm, at least certainly in Wisconsin here, because people love to decorate their entry because it's how you welcome people. Right. But then once you start to acquire additional trees in various rooms of the house, the twig trees... Maybe they're so popular because they are so open and airy and so that every ornament shows up. They are available in different finishes. Some of them look like birch trees. Some of them are brown. Some of them are just white. Then they're in color-changing lights. Those are so fun. 
Right, so you can make them any colors. You can go through 52 colors, or you can do multi or clear, and they can be blinking or steady. There's eight functions, so there are lots of options with that. And then that becomes the tree that's your Valentine tree, your Easter tree, your Fourth of July tree, because it doesn't really appear to have a season. To look, it doesn't really exactly scream Christmas. Like you said, it could be any holiday. Right. Yeah, those are amazing. And they're really strong. That's the other good feature about them. So that if you have some heavier ornaments. Right on that one twig tree, we put our entire Patricia Breen collection on there. And and just on one branch alone, you can do even three ornaments. It's pretty Mm -hmm. incredible. I love that. And of course, getting a rotating tree stand is so fun because then you get to, well, of course, it makes decorating a lot easier too. (laughs) I can just stand in one spot and the tree will move for me. What about, this doesn't happen often just because we do have a quality tree. We have an incredible light that really works. But if there is someone ever does have an issue, what do you recommend? Well, that's where Milliger's is different, I think. You know, so many of the internet companies, they whatever their warranty is, they can say, well, you can return the tree. Well, if you're having trouble with your tree and nobody wants to take all the ornaments up and pack it up a day before Christmas or a week before yeah, Christmas. Yeah, you've already got everything all there. What? And it is just like, we are not here to help you. Whereas Milligers, that's what we do. We know how to fix a tree. We know how to troubleshoot. We know how to, certainly in the 90 trees, they're not all our exclusive. So some of them are coming from other tree manufacturers and we deal with all sorts of issues. I can tell you that 50% of the time, the tree isn't fully plugged in. Yes. I remember, you know, my husband, Philip used to help out to be able to go on some of those jobs and it was always continuous of where the tree wasn't some portion was not plugged in you know and of course that's our first question when they call well of course anybody's insulted when you ask that question because they say well of course it's plugged in but then maybe no right right just recently one of our tree repair people went to Sheboygan I'm not quite sure what the deal was but that's what we do and you know Philip went he flew the tree got delivered out to Colorado and it didn't have enough lights they just wanted more lights on it so we flew him out there with a suitcase suitcase full of lights and did the job and lit it correctly or the way that they wanted it you know these were Christmas fanatics they had had a Christmas tree in their refrigerator yeah there was a Christmas tree everywhere but yeah we do what the customer wants. In this case, it was an overlay. It was a clear lights and then multi lights in big C7s or C9s on top of that. And we thought we had enough, but not, not to their liking. So we fixed it. But that's what we do. And we can fix it at any time in the first couple of years that you have your tree, the year you get it. And the next year, we will come out to your house at no charge and repair what whatever's going on. Then after that, of course, we charge. It's like a service, mm-hmm. obviously, to come right. out. But just knowing that we're always available to help guide people, or sometimes they will even bring in a tree that we can take a look at and doctor it up right here, too. Mm-hmm. Well, Mom, I will say that I'm really proud of you. And I just have so many fond memories of growing up up here and watching you to really grow and develop and keep the integrity of Christmas and trees and making this available for people because like you said there is so much junk on the market and to not only set us apart but to be able to provide this great quality for customers because this is really the foundation of Christmas. I mean this is where all the ornaments go and again having that space to decorate, having that reliability, taking that frustration
vacation out of Christmas. I mean, nobody enjoys when the lights don't work. You're just incredible at what you do. Well, thank you. Like I said, the customer always comes first and we continually try to determine what it is that they want next or what could we do to make this tree a better tree or maybe an additional size that we hadn't thought about. That's why there's so many taller trees and they're so easy to put together. That's how you can get a nine footer or a 10 footer or 12 footer. Right, that they're in those different sections. There are taller ceilings, right? Oh, right. True. Mm -hmm. Not in my house, (laughs) fortunately. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mom. If you haven't gotten your Christmas tree yet, definitely stop in at Milliger's. We have an expert staff that can help guide you to finding the perfect tree for your location, whether it is your first tree or maybe you're looking for another tree for a different area in your home. We have something for everyone and amazing ornaments to decorate too. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on all the latest information and happenings here at Milligers. You can find out more details about our events on our website at milligers.com. We would love to hear from you. Send us your suggested topics and questions to me at gardengirl at milligers.com. Thanks again for listening and just keep growing.